Hi everyone, Rainy Bastarash here and today I'd like to speak to you about one of the many traits of the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is a place of storage. That's what we're going to be speaking about today. It can store simultaneous events, whether the events are straight in front of you that you're paying attention to or everything that is in your peripheral vision. Everything that you experience, whether it's right or wrong, good or bad, no matter how you perceive it, is recorded. It records everything from all six senses. Notice I didn't say just five, all six, which are touch, sight, taste, smell, and sound. Those are your five senses. And the sixth sense, which is your sense of imagination. It's like a recorder. Let's say you were on a different planet and you wanted to record everything that was going on. Of course, you don't know what the rules are like there, what's right or wrong. So it just takes in everything so that when you come home, the people there can sort through it. And it works the same thing with this. Your subconscious mind sorts everything out so your conscious mind can make decisions on it later. But we'll talk about that another time. It's like a big vacuum cleaner. Imagine vacuuming your carpet you don't know what's on your carpet. I mean, you're vacuuming. You might be picking up the dirt, hopefully, but you might be picking up paper clips, coins, maybe the cat's tail, okay? So a lot of things are getting sucked into this vacuum cleaner, and you don't really have a choice. If you run over it, it comes in. And that's how the subconscious mind is. It sucks everything from all the senses right in there. Now, when we're talking about your memories, okay, this is where all your memories are also, your short-term memories, we're talking about your long-term memories, your traumatic memories, uh, the, even the PTSD you ask people speaking about, your feelings, anything imagined, your fears, your emotions, your successes, and your failures. They're all stored in there. Where it comes to memories, there are different levels of the subconscious mind. And you'll hear about this in other talks as we go on. But there's different levels. And the lighter levels of, let's say, relaxation, when you relax enough to where you're using your subconscious mind, and even parts of the conscious mind is where your short-term memories are stored. For instance, when you're studying for a test, all that information is short-term memory. If you just close your eyes and take a deep breath and relax, that's where the answers are. And the reason that students have such a hard time taking tests in school is they're too stressed out. They're not relaxing. What they need to do is to take a deep breath, sit back, relax, and the information will come to them. Because they're teetering into the beginning of the subconscious mind and the lighter levels of relaxation where that information is stored. And of course, the more you relax the deeper your memories are stored. For instance, traumatic memories are stored in what they call the theta brainwave state, which is the state where you just begin to fall asleep when you go to bed at night in that teetering where you're kind of half in it, half out of it, or we call it the daydreaming state. That's where your long-term memories are stored. That's where the traumatic memories are stored that either you don't want to remember or you can't seem to remember consciously when you're actively working with your mind. An important thing about memories to keep in mind is that memories are not absolute. What you're taking in, all the information that you're seeing, you're picking up, that your studies and everything, it's stored in your subconscious mind, but it doesn't stay perfect. It doesn't stay untouched forever. Your memories are affected just like your emotion, just like anything else. Since they're stored in the subconscious, which is the ether, basically, they are affected by everything that affects you. If you've ever noticed, if you have siblings, 
something might have happened to you and your siblings when you were younger, but if you talk about it today, years later, you're all going to have a different rendition. It's funny how you speak to siblings. One of them said they had a great childhood. They loved it. Another one said they had a terrible childhood. Uh, they all seem to have different experiences depending on what they're going through in life. You're going to find if somebody's going through a really rough life right now, they might relate it to a rough life when they were a child. So this information can change as you do, and it can also be rewired or overwritten as time goes on. This is one of the things that you can do with guided imagery, with hypnosis. You can use repetition in trying to create a new habit which will override an old habit or an old memory. As an example, if you have negative memories, things that you don't want to remember, you can reprogram those memories just by thinking of them different. This is called neurolinguistic programming. Imagining what happened but imagining it differently, maybe thinking about the situation as if you were a cartoon character and everybody in the situation was. And then when you look at it again, after doing this a few times in your mind through repetition, repetition creates habit, you look at it instead of being upset about it, you might even chuckle about it. Uh, you can do the same thing by looking at something that happened as every as if you're a sportscaster and it's a sports team and you're going through the whole situation of what happened that was negative as if it was maybe a team on a field and you're given the play by play and by doing that when you whenever you think of the traumatic memory it looks different to you it won't look the same so you can see how memories can be changed in your subconscious mind by your conditioning them by your emotions by what's happening to you and even through the conditioning of other people if something happened to you let's say that was really good when you were young and your parents keep on saying no that wasn't you that was your brother uh, what happened to you was was not good it was bad and if they keep on saying that eventually you'll begin to believe it and it will be part of your memory now just to give you a sneak peek when we talk talk about the conscious mind, you'll find that the conscious mind is very limited in its ability to store information. The conscious mind just takes very small bits and pieces where the subconscious picks up everything. So 100% of what you experience is in your subconscious mind. The conscious mind, when it tries to make decisions, refers to only bits and pieces. Let's say it takes 2 to 5% of that information that you store that actually happened. So it's very limited in what it works with, and then it associates it with experiences, with things that it can, I guess you could say, reason with, things that it can understand, and that's where it makes its decisions. So unfortunately, the subconscious has all this information, but the conscious mind still has a slanted view of what's going on. You have it all there, but your perception of what happened consciously is totally different than the person right next to you. We'll be speaking a lot more about this when we get into the conscious mind and in other aspects of the subconscious mind. Another trait of the subconscious mind that I'd like to add into this is that it's neutral, which we spoke a little bit about before, but I want to expand on that. It makes no decision on the information that's stored. Now, again, I'm getting into the area of the conscious mind a little bit to help explain this. The conscious mind makes all decisions, but the subconscious mind just takes everything, right, wrong, good, and bad. It doesn't care. It just stores us all. The reason I'm bringing this up is that's what makes it so easy 
to program people, to program the subconscious mind through affirmations, suggestions, guided imagery, or hypnosis for people to change. Because since the subconscious mind accepts all information without reservation, the only thing you have to do to change behavior to improve your lifestyle in any area even for healing is to get your positive suggestions past the conscious mind if you can get suggestions or affirmations or whatever you're using past the conscious mind into the subconscious the subconscious mind will accept them that's what it does there's no reason for it not to accept them and that's where powerful change happens all change, all healing, all progress happens in the subconscious mind. You just need to get that conscious mind to agree with it, to allow things to happen. And in these lessons, I'll be showing you exactly how to do that. Thanks for listening and have a great day.